0: Yes, yes, yes! Oh. So what I'm talking about, baby? Did
1: two, two, <G-CO2> three.
0: Three. See you
1: later! <Virtue> yes!
0: Oh, Come satu, oh, oh, Come the this is the Campbell Digital Network. Welcome to Camel Call, I'm Evan Bungervich. Today we feature one of Campbell's finest alum on the basketball floor and on the football field. Preston Dodson out of Camden, North Carolina, came on to the Camels as a walk-on basketball player and finished his career leading the Camels in catches in 2011. Here's more on Preston Dodson. It was fun for you. Not only did you get the scholarship, but you played pretty much all four years, mostly under Robbie Lang when he was the coach here. What was that experience like of, of being a, a four year guy who contributed and you know major presence felt for Campbell basketball?
1: All right, um, I, yeah, like you said, I started playing my, my freshman year. I really came in and, and, and worked really hard in order to, to get that, earn that playing time. You know, it definitely wasn't given to me, but being able to play all four years was definitely a great experience and I, I definitely got better e- each year that I played. So having that experience each year it helped me get better the following year after that. So.
0: Now the building we're sitting in, Gorena, Mm -hmm. was just starting to come together and and really become a a dream for you guys midway through your career when you first
1: started playing in this building and and stepping into it. What was that that like of just experiencing it all? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so my freshman year we was in Carter Gym. um, And that very small building, uh, very hot building. Uh, The atmosphere at games was great atmosphere of practice was it wasn't so great because very hot a lot of a lot of running a lot of beating each other up um, the, the locker rooms and in, in the Carter gym were not the best either um, I remember one time we after a heavy rain we came in there and it, the water all over the floor so we, we were walking in water at Carter gym and getting ready for practice uh, if you can imagine that trying to put socks on basketball socks and shoes on getting ready for practice and just water under your feet it was pretty pretty difficult uh, but going from Carter Gym to to this facility, uh, Gore Arena now is is it was amazing. Um, obviously, we felt like kids on Christmas morning. We first were able to come over to the new locker room, had the players' lounge, had your plenty of room in, in the dressing room, showers right there. Uh, very very great.
0: We mentioned Carter Gym, and it's been almost 10, 11 years now since teams played in there, but for people who may not have known or even for fans who did, that environment and that energy, what was that like when you're when you're playing in it with people right on top
1: of you? Right, like you said, people were right on top of you of you literally. There was one side of the gym that had a little floor space, but they actually put chairs along the, the sideline in the gym there. So there were literally if you were trying to save a ball out of bounds, you were either going into a concrete wall or you were going into fans. It depends on what sides you were on. Uh, but the the stadium was always full. It, it was always sold out because there's, what, 900 and some seats available in there, I yeah. believe. Um, and and the, we had the band in there, and they were loud. You couldn't hear the whole time you were, you were playing in that gym. Um, even, even in the huddles, it was difficult to, to hear uh, the, the coaching staff um, getting ready for the – Uh, play so it it was definitely a fun experience and it was always rocking in there for people who may
0: not know you had a couple of pretty talented teammates Jannard Hartley Mm -hmm. who now works at Radford in their side and and of course Jonathan Rodriguez Mm -hmm. who Campbell's all-time leading scorer and obviously a prolific player Mm -hmm. when you look back at, at the guys you played with
1: and kind of the career you had on the basketball side what was that like for you for four years yeah, so I came, I'll i start with Jannard first. I came in came in with Jannard. He was a freshman the same time I was. Uh, he, he was a great, great player, floor general. I mean, he, he controlled the floor all, all the time he was out there. I believe he, as a freshman, he started after the first maybe 10 games or so. I don't think he started right off right off the bat, but um, after 10 games or so he came in and was starting from, from his freshman year all the way into his senior year. Um, great person. As you said, he's at Rad for now. Doing very well there. I think they're Third in the Big South th- this year right now, so they're having a good season, and and I keep up with Jarnard; he's a good guy. Jonathan Rodriguez, uh, obviously a great player, leading scorer uh, for now. I see Chris is right right there on the brink of that, but um yeah, he was a, he was a quiet scorer, more a little bit different than Chris. Um, Chris is the more flashy player, but J Rod, that's what we called him, was J Rod. at the end of the game he'd have twenty five points and twelve rebounds, and you wouldn't you. If you were sitting in the stands, you're like, "Wow, how, how do you do that?" Uh, but uh, like I said, very crafty player, um, and he's an even better person. So, for you personally, also, you've mentioned that playing Virginia Tech
0: here and and going there, but being able to play them here in Gore Arena was was a unique experience for you. Mm-hmm. When you get to play a team like that, what goes into that? What, what's the? I know obviously a, a tough game for you guys, but just to be able to experience playing a Power Five team like that year in and year out. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So the. The time we played them here is the, the one I remember most. I mean, it was fun going up Virginia Tech and playing in front of tens of thousands of fans. But uh, when we played them here at Campbell, every, every seat in the stadium was full. Um, they had it was a whiteout, I guess they called it. Every, everybody in the stands had white shirts other than the few Virginia Tech fans that were there. Um, but going into that game, I think they might have been ranked in upper 20s um, when we played them here. Um, So that was awesome. I mean, playing a Power 5 school and they were ranked in the top 25 in college basketball. Um, Just going into that game, coach, it was business as usual. Um, Obviously, we knew we were playing a top 25 team, but uh, game plan was the same, uh, prepare like we always did. Um, And the atmosphere in the gym that night was amazing. Um, We actually, when we ran out for the, for warm-ups or whatever, we did it kind of differently. We ran out from the stands, so we went up onto the upper concourse, took elevators, and ran down the stairs through our fans uh, in order to kind of get them in the game a little bit more, which was pretty cool.
0: So, you know, what's neat, too, for you guys playing in the A-Sun, a lot of the teams that you played were legitimate
1: programs, good tournament teams. The the powerhouse team in the, in the Atlantic Sun when we were playing was Belmont. I mean, they're still – they're not in the big – Atlantic Sun anymore, but um, they're, they're still a powerhouse. Um, Rick Bird's their head coach, and he's been there for years, and he seems seems to be a great coach. But um, their teams were just so well coached, and they pretty much ran the conference year in and year out. Um, but playing against those guys, Belmont and Lipscomb was another really good team. And Jacksonville down in Florida was another one uh, when when I was playing. Uh, but they were always really good. Playing against those – that playing against – Better teams it kind of took your your game to the next level a lot of times and, and it was fun doing that uh so one year we were able to compete with them and tied for a conference championship but uh yeah that was a crazy year what four teams were tied yeah. for first that year, four teams tied for first unfortunately i wish I wish we would have been the top one, but uh <laughs> you know th- things happened, but it was still still a great year for us. What's it like to think now that you played almost
0: 120 games at Campbell basketball and a kid who got one opportunity basically at the Division One
1: level to be a four-year mainstake at a program like that? Yes, yeah, so, I mean, I, like I said, I was very blessed. Campbell gave me the opportunity to come and, and walk on to the team, but I would have never came here if I didn't think I could contribute and play my freshman year in, in four years from, from here on out, from then on out, so yeah I came here just wanting to to happy that I had a chance to be on a division one team but I knew coming here I wasn't coming here just to do that I knew coming here I was coming here to play earn a scholarship and and play for four years so so to answer your question I mean I'm really not answering your question I wasn't coming here just to be satisfied I was coming here to play and 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 have fun doing it so and then as if you wanted
0: more experience you saw an opportunity to play some football your final season what what went into that all that to try to play and continue your career
1: well I kind of I miss football um after two or three years playing basketball I just I was out of football for two or three years obviously and and I just felt the urge to play again and I I couldn't play while I was playing basketball because I wanted to to focus on the team and, and the basketball team and not uh divide my time into two sports um but after graduation, I didn't really know what I wanted to do as, as a career, so I decided to go back and get my master's. And when I decided that, I was like, hey, well, it's a perfect opportunity to play some football. So reached out to my basketball head coach, uh, Robbie Lang, and um, he reached out to Dale Steele, who was the football coach then. And, and I went over there and met with Coach Steele, and I was, I was up, from, up front and honest with him. I was like, hey, I, I'm interested in playing football. I want to come out practice a little bit with you guys and, and get an idea, get the feel for the team and everything. Um, and, I, and I told him, I was like, if I, if I see that I'm not going to be able to get on the field and play any, then I'm just going to re- remove myself from the team. I'm not, I'm not going to decide not to join. Uh, but if I do see that I can make my way onto the playing field, uh, then, I, then I'll decide to play because I didn't want to go be on the team and, and sit on the bench, uh, kind of like basketball my freshman year. I wasn't coming here to just be on the team. I was coming here to play. So it went to practice for a few weeks and practiced with the team and got along great with the guys and saw that I could get on the field, and the rest was history. And certainly for you, I mean, it's, it's funny you say just playing it for
0: a year and see what happened. You, you led the team in catches that right. year. Yeah. When, when you think back to that team that had a winning season, mm-hmm. that they got to have so many fun and, and kind of interesting opportunities for you guys. Right. Did you ever think it would turn out the way it did for that year for
1: you? Uh, I I didn't think I would lead the team in catches no I mean I knew when I first started I knew I was going to get on the field and I knew I was going to make plays to to make, and I knew I could make the team better Um, I didn't think I was going to lead the team in catches like I said but I was fortunate and blessed that we had all most of the offensive linemen were five-year guys so they they were studs on the offensive line then you had a quarterback that transferred in and he was Braden Smith he was very good quarterback, come, transferred in from a school in Texas. I'm not sure what school it was, uh, but he was very good. And then had a bunch of guys that really were mentors for me. Um, Murphy, Kelvin Murphy, he he really helped me. Um, I played the same position as him. He'd been there for a while. He really helped me learn the playbook and, and learn the play. So, yeah, I made some catches and, and had a good season, but I wouldn't have been able to without all the other guys there to help me along. It's
0: interesting, too, because at that time, football was really getting started, and that group, like you mentioned, was a bunch of guys who were either redshirt freshmen or just starting when the program mm-hmm. began. Right. When you when you joined and, and kind of saw the work they had put in across campus to to build the program, what did you maybe learn once you were embedded into it and kind of saw what they were, were trying to do?
1: I mean, I once I was in there and in the locker room and talking with the guys each and every day, I mean, I could... Really see how much they cared about the Campbell football program, and because they they came from not having a field, you know, they were practicing on the, I believe it was the um, intramural fields at one point in time. I think um, their their first year here. So just seeing them go from that to having that that beautiful stadium that they do now. I mean, the, the Campbell football program's grown tremendously, and and those guys that were in there for the first year through through the fifth year when I got there. I mean, I just just being with them you felt the the family atmosphere and i really felt that when i when i was in there and i still talk with a lot of those guys till this day and and they're great people and it's a real family. So. We just had the pleasure this
0: past football season of honoring the the 10 years of, of Campbell really playing at that at that high level and of course you were a part of that at the end of your career but take me to your final game playing in the Georgia Dome uh, yeah. against you know, a, a fun opportunity to play Georgia
1: State and, and close out that winning season for you guys. Right. Yeah. That that was fun. Um, just being in that the NFL stadium and able to compete on that on that field is pretty awesome. I think we had the Falcons' home locker room, so being able to be in their locker room and kind of see what they they're able to do on Sundays and, and whenever they're practicing there was pretty cool. Um, the fans, the, the, the stadium wasn't as full as a NFL game, but it was still a good atmosphere, and, and Georgia State was a pretty good team at that time. I a scholarship at that time. Um, so it was fun competing against them, and luckily enough, I was able to catch a touchdown pass in there, so up until, I guess, this year, if I saw the Falcons playing on TV, I was like, hey, I caught a touchdown in there, but now <laughs> they got the new stadium, so I'm kind of, I can't say that anymore, but uh, it was an awesome experience. I know for you too to, to come in and make an impact
0: was great, but to have that winning season, something they had not had before you got there, and obviously there's more to it than, than just you, but yeah. to be able to help your team have a winning record and to do well in the, in the PFL at that time, what was mm-hmm. just that experience like of overcoming some obstacles and, and doing well in the league that, 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 that year?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't think I would have ever played if, if I would, didn't think that we were going to win that year. Um, I just that's just not who I am I guess I don't I don't like losing but um but yeah I could I could tell just by watching the progression throughout the years that they were going in the right direction and, and that year it looked like it was going to be good and um yeah having that winning season doing so well in the PFL was, was a ball I mean after since you're playing football one game a week every win is just amazing I mean after the games it's no, nah, I'm not saying a huge party but the locker room's crazy I mean everybody's having a good time and it, it was just it was just a fun experience so not only did you play almost 120 basketball games
0: you get your football season in and then here you are working here at Campbell mm-hmm. now stick around you've you've done almost the whole trifecta of Campbell experience tell me about
1: your work in, in the financial aid office and right. what you've enjoyed so far yeah it, it's been good so I'll give you a little background. I, Like I said, Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I wanted to do after I finished my undergrad, so I went back and did my master's. And while I was doing my master's, I was offered a job in the accounting office, actually. Uh, So I started off in the accounting office, um, working there and and going to class full-time, working there full-time, going to class part-time, sorry, uh, to to help out um, with my master's degree. Um, And then from there, I got an opportunity to work in the financial aid office, um, transferred over to financial aid, worked there for about a year And then with the the way the athletic program's going here, building and and growing, um, we were able to make a position for um, financial aid athletic um, liaison. I guess so. I'm the athletic liaison for our financial aid office here at Campbell, and I've really enjoyed that, being able to continue to be in I guess the team atmosphere with the sports teams. I mean, see all the all the players um, coming to my office with, with needing some help on financial aid, and I can communicate with the coaches and staff and and all that good stuff. So it's, it's been fun, and I look, I look forward to, to growing. Uh,
0: and since you were also a football alum, it's kind of funny how it works in, in both <laughs> ways, but you look at this football team now, and, the, and they're going to the scholarship route this right. year with the Big South, and Correct. you start seeing a couple of classes of kids come in. Mm-hmm. What do you think that opportunity is going to be like for those kids and, and for guys like yourself and, and Braden, and a bunch of your fellow teammates who help lay the foundation for what is now scholarship football?
1: Right. Ho- hopefully, in, I know it's not going to be quick, but hopefully we can build Campbell into, into a powerhouse and be able to come watch some top, top-notch college football uh, on, on Saturdays here in the, here in the creek. Uh, but they're, they're head, definitely heading in the right direction. I, I think I saw this morning they have the top 50 recruiting class, um, so they're definitely heading in the right direction, and, and scholarship, being able to offer scholarships definitely going to help that, help the program, and, and build them into a winning team year in, year out. For you
0: personally, how do you experience a Campbell game? Is it is it nostalgic? I mean, you, you work here, so it's right. a little different. But when you watch games on Saturdays or going in Gore Arena, what's that right. experience like for you?
1: Uh, you know, I don't do the, the – sometimes I'll do the tailgate for the football games. And whenever, whenever somebody – some alumni, some guys I play with, whenever they come to town, I'll do the tailgate thing, you know, go sit in the stands and kind of watch the game. I'm not one of the – the the crazy fans that gets up and yells and everything, I like to kind of analyze the game and, and just really focus in on the game and, and watch certain players at certain times. Um, so I'm a little different of a fan. Uh, but uh, same thing for basketball. I mean, I'll come in here, kind of find me a little, I wouldn't say a corner somewhere, <laughs> but I'll find I'll find a seat somewhere where I can just kind of focus on the game and watch it and, and enjoy it. It's kind of my my peace and quiet time. Even though it's not peace and quiet, it's still kind of my time to just – hang out and just relax and enjoy watching what i lo- used to love to do probably not as tight and crammed as old carter gym checking out games oh there. man no, i'd have a drenched shirt from sweating and and back will be stiff for a few days after sitting in carter gym for a game
0: um preston it's great too because we talk about tying the knot almost with your your campbell career and mm-hmm. and just recently you've had a, a great opportunity to get engaged, and, and officially get married to formerly Erica Johnson and now mm-hmm. with you together. And she played softball here at Campbell and right. had a great career herself. But to to be able to, to bring that Campbell connection together, what's that – obviously a great
1: experience. And what's that been like for you? Yeah, it was it's pretty cool. I, I never expected to, to meet her, really. I mean, she's four years younger than me, so I was kind of doing my master's while she was uh, in f- her first year. I think, I think that's how – I think so. Uh, but anyway – I actually saw her um, videotaping a basketball game. She was, a, I guess, a student worker, I guess, or whatever, videotaping a game, and just kind of reached out to her from there, and, and it was kind of funny Talked talked to her for a little bit and uh, just kind of went our separate ways for about, I don't know, six months to a year or something like that, and then we kind of reconnected after that, and then from there it's history. We got engaged got married and ready to roll, so... <laughs> Family man, Preston Dotson. Oh, yeah. I, I'm a big family man, so I'm, I told you before we started this, I have a little girl on the way, so I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, she'll be here at the end of June, early July, so pretty, can't wait for that. Maybe she'll be another future camel. So. Interesting
0: story I looked up, and you can let me know if this is a little off base, but you played at something like 97, 98 straight games until in practice you got hit with a basketball mm-hmm. and fractured your eye socket. Right. That's an that's an odd injury.
1: Yeah, so it was, it was my senior year. Um I think it was right right before Christmas break, I believe it was. i um, going up for a rebound, I actually got elbowed in the eye. So I didn't get hit with a ball, got elbowed by a guy. It was an accident. Obviously, I mean, tough battle battle in practice, got elbowed. Fractured my eye, obviously. I'm like I knew it was broke right when it happened. I just kind of grabbed my face and I said, "Coach, I just broke my face." Nothing. I'm not a very outlandish guy who was driving against so i was just like coach i broke my face he's like, okay i took went to the sideline you know got a little emotional because it hurt a little bit but also i mean it was my senior year just broke my face i'm out you know what i mean um went to the sur- got surgery in the next couple of days on the face got uh eight screws and a plate put up, put put underneath my eye um i still look good though don't i oh of course <laughs> but uh no, I'm just joking, but um, yeah, surgeon did a great job. Um, I was I was out for about a month, I think, um, doing rehab, making sure I could pass the concussion. Not really doing rehab, but just resting my eye, make sure I could pass concussion protocol. Um, then once a month was up, I had the option to redshirt or keep on playing. Decided to continue playing, cause I wanted to finish out with the, the guys I came in with. Uh, got a face mask to wear. Um, molded to my face or whatever played with that for about a month and into in January and then um finally was able to take that off I didn't really like it too much and I finished out the year so yeah it was a definitely a little challenge in my senior year but we fought through it
0: you're a big guy probably six five six six yeah good build and when you decided to play football what was that transition like of obviously you're battling guys in the post but mm-hmm. to go from that to blocking and catching and, and playing a physical game like tight end right
1: yeah so i um my playing weight for basketball is probably about 220 i think um or 225 something like that um when i went over to football I put some weight on was playing about 230 235 just 10 pounds i didn't need too much cause i was kind of playing a tight end wide receiver split type of deal um but the transition there wasn't actually wasn't too bad um I wasn't down in the trenches like a normal tight end i didn't I didn't do any of that. I stayed out on the outside in, in the slot position um, so I didn't have to deal too much with those big defensive ends um so the transition wasn't wasn't too bad as probably is for some guys that may do that.